welcome, goblins and ghouls, to the Spooktober edition, Creature Feature, after the credits. <laughs> we'll break down the goriest and the scariest movies, including our favorite scenes, quotes, trivia, and even our favorite death. <laughs> Stick around to see who lives and who dies. <laughs> Welcome back to After the Credits, the Spooktober edition, I guess number three that we're doing. The third film mm-hmm. yeah. that we've done for our fantastic Spooktober. Um, so we appreciate all you goblins and ghouls joining us again. Uh, this film that we are covering. Um, oh, and I guess welcome back to Joe. Joe, yeah, thanks I'm for joining here. us again. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, so this movie we are covering is Dylan's Choice. Dylan, you want to introduce it? Yeah, yeah. So we're doing House of One Thousand Corpses. Is, 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 is. Yep. Um, I, I said that the other day to Molly. I was like, House of Thousand Corpses. Is, 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 yeah, is, it's a tongue is, twister. <laughs> and I, I, and, and the reason the reason I picked this movie, it is the directorial debut of Rob Zombie. Uh, gro- Gotta love Rob Zombie. Yeah. Growing up, I, I, fuck, I, cool dude. I have, I have a very distinct memory of shopping at. And, and say this, hot topic. We're, say no, hot we're gonna topic. date. We're gonna date myself. Okay. Um, of shopping at a Pomida with my never parents. heard of that. Yeah. It's, Is that a small, Southwest Iowa thing? It's yeah, so okay. small, small Iowa town Pomida. Hmm. Um, so shopping at a Pomida, and my dad seeing the the cover, um, the the the, the CD like on an end cap. And going, Hell, oh yeah, Hellbilly think, Deluxe. Yeah, Hellbilly Deluxe. I was gonna Deluxe. say, was it White Zombie or was it Rob Zombie? And, and, and I remember my dad saying, like, oh yeah, like he used to be the singer for White Zombie. Picked up the CD, and then we got in my dad's '88 Camaro um, mm, that nice. has like a, a <laughs> the fucking, perfect car right, to yeah. listen to this and, record. And, in. and like the fucking T tops were off, <laughs> <laughs> and and then we just started rolling down the road, fucking blasting "Living Dead Girl." Oh, I and, love that song. I mean, I don't. I was I was a child, and and that was that that I mean that set the tone, and mm-hmm. then, I mean then it, at all of Rob Zombie's albums, listened to him growing up. Oh and, yeah. And um, I watched this movie the first time. It there's I have two memories, and I don't know which one came first. And I'm I'm waiting on someone to tell me like which which event happened first. So, mm-hmm. um, the first one of the first memories I have was my uncle was getting married, and um, I was there with all the other guys and then the kids. And then someone in that group the night before the wedding said, well, I think Dylan's old enough to babysit. We can sneak out for a few hours. Huh. And, 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 and I saw the, the DVD case of house of thousand corpses mm. and, and I, and I put it in and I watched it. It's like, it's like a but, liquor cabinet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, kids? the kids, this was late at night. Oh, like okay. the other, like, the little kids, like the person? little kids were, were asleep. <laughs> yeah. It was just me. In a house that I'd never been in before, Ooh. late at night, it was it was fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. That or um, when when I was in junior high, high school, my appendix ruptured, and I was in the hospital for like six nine months, mm-hmm. and I, there's l- fucking nothing to do um, in a hospital, right? For six yeah. to nine except months. except for watch movies, yeah. yeah. And um, I, I I remember I would like make a list of movies and say, here, mom. 
And and I remember one of the things I told her after watching House of Thousand Corpses, because this is how pivotal this movie is to me, mm-hmm. is I saw, you know, at the very beginning, Lionsgate films. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I remember... I. Lionsgate does really good horror right. films. I just yeah. remember after watching House of Thousand Corpses, uh, telling my mom, any movie that has this logo, like on the bottom or in the back, I like like grab that movie. <laughs> yeah. And so many, so many great fucking horror movies yeah. from Lionsgate. Yeah. So a lot of them for sure. Um, yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's you know along the lines of like Rob Zombie, like it's it's it is a typical Rob Zombie film. Mm-hmm. Um, if yeah. if anyone's watched any of his other ones, you know, it's a typical. Typical Rob Zombie movie. It's 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 uh, so like the tagline for it is the most shocking tale of carnage ever seen. That's mm-hmm. the that's the tagline for the movie. I mean, they're not far off. Like this is a very brutal, very sadistic, very fucked up movie. And if if he, Rob Zombie makes more like a lot more movies, he could be his own subgenre. Of, I mean, I, I think people refer to them dude, as like hellbilly movies i yeah. you're absolutely right i didn't even think of that like the fact that he's continued and i i don't know if they'll do it anymore with sid having passed away but like nope that's the the story the story of the of the three of the three, the, the three from hell well, and it yeah. doesn't even have to be the firefly stuff i mean he did halloween mm-hmm. yep. he i mean he could do other stuff His, not in this universe right and but we're still now, get that hellbilly yeah. feel we're now doubt we're now dating the episode but uh, the current movie he's working on now is the monsters yep Oh, Which I didn't know that, that actually. Yeah, yeah, it's in There's pre, a lot it's of stuff that I have in here that he's that he was influenced by for this movie because mm-hmm. the, the monsters, monsters make an appearance in this movie mm-hmm. yeah, on TV for sure. Um, so yeah, the tagline I guess we can just dive into. So this, uh, so this is the movie that Dylan picked. It, it's it's near and dear to him. Um, I'm gonna shit on this movie, but <laughs> Dylan, yeah, I am too. But Dylan, Dylan enjoyed this one, and for what it is, it's it's a it's an entertaining film for what it is. So. Um, the release date was April eleventh, two thousand three. Uh, a while ago, it was, it was yeah. a while ago. I, I don't know if there was much along the lines of movies at that time that that were uh, that it was kind of going up against. But I also know that this was a very, very, very low budget movie for two thousand three. Yeah. Yes, and kind of unknown. It would not be surprising to me if it was not in theaters very long and went to DVD very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of uh, production issues with this movie. I read about. Oh, dude, yeah, and oh, I, yeah. I, I, I got I got a bunch of that stuff. It's it's pretty the, crazy. The movies that the some of the other top movies that came out that year. Um, I mean, it, it, it was a good year for horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Thirteen came out. Um, okay, and then Wrong Turn. Wrong uh, turn. came out the and then uh, Freddy remake. yeah Freddy vs. Jason oh, okay. um, one thing out. I want to say that I put in my review for this movie uh, which I know we'll get into later fully but mm-hmm. I started it off saying I have to give Rob Zombie props for managing to make a horror film in the turn of the century that wasn't a shitty teen comedy mm-hmm. horror scream ripoff. Because that's mm-hmm. essentially what Wes Craven's scream spawned mm-hmm. was just all of these yeah. horrible late 1990s, early thousands horror movies that just are literally unlikable teenagers getting bad. killed by yeah. slasher villains. Well, and, and going into this movie, I thought that's, a, that's what it was going to be. Because yeah. you've got the two couples that are traveling. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, they're going to meet some, some killers and yeah. some shit's going to go on. What I didn't realize is how that shit it was gonna <laughs> like it, it was gonna play out. How crazy this was gonna play out, and how sadistic and messed up it was gonna be. So, um, like we said, the director is Rob Zombie. He also wrote the movie. He also did most of the soundtrack of the movie. Yep. He also did the casting. The only thing he didn't do, which actually that's wrong, because he we did have a little bit of a role. He had a role in it that a lot of people don't know of. But he uh, <laughs> he, he he did everything. 
He did everything in this movie. He casted his girlfriend in it. He mm-hmm. he he casted all of his buddies in it. He it's it's It was a, obviously a passion project for him. It, and it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. And he looks a little differently on it now. Um but at the time, yeah, it was a, it was for sure a passion project. So the uh the budget for this film was 7 million dollars. For 2003, that is a very very small budget. How much? Seven million. Oh yeah. yeah, that's very small. Very small. That's uh, chump change. Right. Yeah. What What's crazy to me? Opening weekend in U.S. Canada, uh, it made three million, three point four million dollars. So it made quite a bit of money opening yeah. weekend. It didn't cover it, but it made quite a money. And then gross U.S. and Canada uh, total was twelve million. So it made its money there. Hmm. And then gross worldwide was sixteen million. Well, almost seventeen million. Um, so it, it made its money back to me, surprisingly made its money back. Maybe that's because it was just under the name of Rob Zombie. Yep. Maybe that's because you've got the group of people who want to go see a shock horror. Um, I, I mean, I contribute this, this, if, if you took Rob Zombie's music and made it into a movie, that you is what, this. that is what you, get. This much, is what yeah. you get. He's, he's a shock rocker that does crazy shit on stage. So he put it in a movie. He, I mean, you can tell with a lot of the shots in this movie are, like music video style shots, very much so. The reverse, the reverse color schemes that he uses, yeah, and everything. The it looks like color a, grading. Yeah, the, the and one thing that I have that, that you know I don't I don't know if I, I don't know if I actually have it written down or have it uh, saved, but like one thing about this movie is like like and we talk about the, we'll talk about this and I'm sure it'll show up you know with all the movies that we've talked about, but the the, the soundtrack to it in this one um, obviously changes the film, but I don't think for the better, man. The soundtrack in this movie just fucked my ears every single because it was I, I caught myself having to hold the remote and constantly turn it up and turn it down because there would be some like uh, some aspects of like a dream s- sequence mm-hmm. that they go into where it's just music that's blaring where it does it doesn't even sound like music it's just <laughs> just, yeah. just yeah. noise and it, it made it uncomfortable and I think that's part of what he's wanting to do with these movies uh, with all of his movies is like how fucking uncomfortable and uneasy can I make, can mm-hmm. I make my audience yeah. while they're watching this um so yeah it made it made money but it it eventually it inevitably made money um so the synopsis of this is two young couples traveling across the backwoods of Texas searching for an urban legends searching for urban legends of murder end up prisoners of a bizarre and sadistic backwater family of serial killers mm-hmm. uh pretty Pretty basic, cut and dry situation here. Um, so for the cast, we got Sid Haig plays Captain Spaulding, the Rest same that he peace. does. Yeah, R.I.P. Sid um, plays the same you know character that he plays in all of Zombies films. Um, we've got Chris Hardwick's acting debut as Jerry Goldsmith, um, one of the one of the kids that gets uh, captured. You got Sherry Moon Zombie, uh, Rob Zombie's now wife, girlfriend at the time, uh, plays Baby Firefly, um, listed as Sherry Moon in the in the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Bill Mosley, who in my is, is my favorite in the in the movie. One, probably the best performance in this mm-hmm. movie is Bill Mosley for sure. So he plays Otis, um, one of the one of the crazy family members. You've got Rain Wilson making his also film debut in this as Bill Hudley, um, man. Uh, if the, uh, we'll get into it in a little bit. That's, um, and you've got you've got Walton. The only other one that I want to uh, bring up is it, just because he's the only other actor that I really knew of in this um, was Walton Goggins, who played Steve Nash, which was the young sheriff mm-hmm. right. that got killed. I, you see, and he was in he's in a lot of uh, Quentin Tarantino films, yeah, uh, Hateful Eight, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Django and Change, stuff like that. Um, he was in some HBO shows as well, right? Yeah, I don't remember the. Uh, was it, it was Deadwood or it um, might have been Deadwood. Deadwood. And then, and then there's that one no, with um, Deadwood, I think. that one with that dude from that movie that we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, Tropic Thunder, blow stuff up guy. 
Danny McBride? Danny McBride. He's in a show with Danny McBride. Eastbound the Righteous and down? Gemstones? It's not Eastbound and Down, but it's like Eastbound and Down, and they're mm-hmm. like principals. Oh. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Never heard of it. That's okay. No, I haven't. I haven't heard of that one. So yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I'm a movie guy. I think <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Dylan, the expert of films. Um, another character, though, real quick, uh, Dennis Finfel, um, who played Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Fucking oh. loved Grandpa. Yeah. This, he he uh, he passed away like yeah, say, this is before the, the movie even came out. Right. right? This is yeah. the last film he did. Yeah. So I it, I don't know. Are you going to keep going with characters or you want you? I I think this. This movie definitely deserves a favorite character. Yeah, I mean that's that's Otis. totally fine. I really don't have much else that I have along the lines of characters that were mm-hmm. anything worth a worth a shit in this. So, um, you, so Otis for you is your you, uh, Joe. You said is your favorite character, Bill Mosley. I mean, obviously he he's a piece of shit, but yeah, he's yeah. A just the, right. the performance. I, uh-huh. I he's such a great great villain for yeah. sure. He really yeah. is, and it, it, he's carried that character. So far from House of a Thousand Corpses he's, into all the other films that he's done with Zombie. I personally have a huge issue with like, not necessarily from personal experience, but sexual violence in horror movies are mm-hmm. what kind of get me. Like they're just, that, that's what's horrific to me in a horror yeah. movie. Yeah. And Devil's Rejects he does is all... that. He is the reason these movies are sexually disturbing. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. I just, shock. It's shock. Yeah. yeah. As, much, as hard as it is to watch, I just... I, I appreciate it because yeah. it's, yeah. It, right. it, I mean, like I said, if his goal is to make you feel, you uncomfortable. know, uncomfortable mm-hmm. and, and to make it unsettling, that he, he achieved it for sure. Yeah. I'd say my favorite character is probably Sid Haig is, as Captain, Captain Spaulding, mm-hmm. just because yeah. that, that's such an iconic character. I mean, it, it is. when you look back at uh, when we're, we're older and when Zombie's done all the movies that he does, when you look back and you're like, what's the most iconic character in, in Rob Zombie's films? It's going to be Captain Spaulding. He's yeah. up there he's for got, sure. He's gotten yeah. his own cult following as Captain Spaulding yeah. where people write fan fiction for just him. With and, just his character, and, and shit. I think that's that's what's um, one of the one of the aspects that I like about this movie is that it came out in two thousand three, and there's not much there's there's not much for original IP um, to come out and and be to the level of what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean for for clowns, I mean we you have Pennywise. That's about it. Um, I, Ronald McDonald. And I, for enough. the right, I, for the the <laughs> fact that um, John the, Wayne Gacy, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, I mean, but the fact that I mean, a guy Rob Zombie can create a character like Captain Spaulding and then like just jump right up there to the level of of other you know killer clowns of other iconic characters, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that speaks to it. My I it, and I and I thought about this favorite character for me, um, and I'm going to agree with Joe on Otis is is my favorite yeah. in in this movie. Um, originally, it, it it was probably um, I I I like Baby Firefly in this movie, and I mm-hmm. also like Captain Spaulding, um, but I think that in the next movie, The Devil's Rejects. Then they jump up, and Otis maybe takes a, a, a notch down. We have well, we, um, and later on we have a lot less characters in this trilogy too. Right, like, right. But like half the family dies at the beginning of the next movie. Uh-huh. It's just it's literally right. just the three of them. Yeah, just, right. Just well, and that's and that's and and I think that's interesting for this movie because, I mean, it we just we all three picked characters that were not, not the, uh, the protagonist. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we picked killers. We picked the killers of the for our favorite. Suck. Well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't watch these movies for the victims. I don't watch these movies yeah. to no. To, but you have to, to and, and, to and we'll get into I this with our too. next movie. But you have to appreciate some of these, prote- you know, suggested protagonists yeah. because yeah. they're, you know, 
pioneers right. for some, you know, right. in, in some aspects. Absolutely, but especially for the next movie that we're going to cover. You're yeah, absolutely right. Sure. But yeah, um, <laughs> so so yeah, it, you know, and say what you will about the acting style. I mean, definitely throughout the series that they that that zombie does, you can see their acting game steps up. It's like watching mm-hmm. kids grow. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they they you know, borderline annoying. In this movie, for like Bill Mosley's character and Sherry's character, and even Sid's character, like borderline annoying. But then you get like the Devil's Rejects, and you're like, oh, this is jumped to like sadistic and kind of scary. Yeah. And then you get Three mm-hmm. from Hell, and you're like, okay, these are like good acting performances. Like yeah. these are really, really good acting. They grew. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, and, and uh, there's there's things that I have to say negative about this movie, but one of the things that I will say is it gave the it gave the jump for three of the most terrifying and most sadistic characters in cinema history in my opinion mm-hmm. um just because rob zombie doesn't give a fuck with what he puts out he's gonna do what he wants so um i guess uh, along the lines of, of sadistic stuff and uh and and killing i guess we can talk about the kill count here mm-hmm. um what do you think what do you got the number for the kill count well uh i'll tell you one thing it's obviously not a thousand <laughs> no no hey i mean i'm um, sure you see a thousand corpses at some point throughout this movie like when they go in out in the in the well and it's just like lined with oh, bodies yeah. and stuff like that. Um, let's see. Let's take a guess. Um, eight. Okay. Well, you got the 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 robbers right at the beginning of the movie. Uh, two, mm-hmm. four, six. Yeah, it's probably seven or eight. Okay. Um. So the actual kill count in this movie that you see is fourteen. Mm. Um, more than what I thought it was going to be when I looked it up. Um, the sheriffs, but you have to count the sheriffs. You have to yeah. count the dad. The you cheerleaders. Have to count the cheerleaders. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, and then Fuck. yeah. So, so yeah, there, it, it adds. <laughs> I up. blame you, Joe. Thanks. Threw me off. <laughs> he misled you like a motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I'll show yeah, myself it, out. <laughs> it adds up uh, to being 14 at the end. So along the lines of the movies that we've done so far in Spooktober, this is the second highest kill count behind Shaun of the Dead, mm. um, or death count. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So, right. um, there's a lot of deaths in this. So, um, D- Joe, what do you got for your favorite? Favorite death? Yeah. The goriest. The scariest. The most satisfying. Here's our favorite death. <laughs> Fish boy. Yep. Okay. That was one of mine. That was my. That was my number Dwight. one as well. Yeah. Dwight as In my notes, boy. I put right. Rip Dwight. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, Molly was, uh, I, I don't remember if she came in while I was watching it or whatever, and she's like, I can't take him seriously. I just think of Dwight with a stapler and Jello or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, and then for you, Dylan? Um, I, well, now I don't want to do, I don't want to do fish boy now. <laughs> I mean, but that's, I mean, that's, it's, that's it's the, the, best the, the lead up to it. Uh-huh. I mean, because you have no idea what's going to go, you don't have no idea what's going on and you it rips the curtain. Like yeah. You dead. rip the curtain <laughs> away and they've, they've done shit to him. I mean, they have done some things to that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, like his face is like mangled when they right. show. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, they did a pretty good job putting, making him a fish boy. I For wrote, people who haven't seen this, what they do to Rain Wilson's characters, his girlfriend is like kind of tied up after they've been captured. And she's like asking, you know, where, you know, where is, uh, where's Bill? Like, where's, where's Bill at? Like what's going on to him? And he's like, oh, Bill's a good guy. He's like a real good guy. He, yeah. You know, he's, uh, he, he's, he's been really helpful and everything. And, and and been a good a good experiment or something for me, and then he pulls back the curtain, a, a curtain in the room, and you see, you see Rain Wilson, shirtless, obviously just a merman tortured, um, and they had 
either cut off his bottom, like his from his waist down, and they replaced it with like a, a prosthetic like fish body. Like so, he's fish boy. That's what they call yeah. him. Yeah, yeah fish it's, boy. It's fucking crazy and brutal. And mm-hmm. I wrote in my review that the practical effects are done very well, considering the budget limitations and the just uh, the time. You know, being two thousand three in a mm-hmm. world where CGI was at like being introduced into movies and being yeah. completely overused, in my opinion. Well, and that's the cool thing about practical effects is. They don't cost as much. Exactly. You can you can spend a lot of time and not a lot of money to make things look really, really yep. good mm-hmm. without having to do, you know, special effects. Well, and Rob Zombie famously effects. hates special effects. He's or, I mean, not special, but CGI. Uh, CGI, CGI. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's come out and said good that. Good for you know, him. That's why you don't see that in his movies. You don't right. see that, like, at all in his movies. So, right. Um, um, but I would... I, so, okay, I'm, I'm going to change my favorite death from Fishboy to the... Uh, to the, to the at, at the beginning of the movie... Um, Captain Spaulding's, um, you know, gas station and museum of horrors. Um, you know, these two and fried chicken and gasoline and fried chicken and gasoline. Yeah. Uh, the, the two guys um, come in to rob the store and they have like cheap little plastic Halloween masks on. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, there's and there's a great, you know, in between of uh, Captain Spaulding. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and fuck your mama. Yeah. yeah. I have that right now. Fuck, fuck your mama. Fuck right. your sister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then, um, yeah, yeah I, I know you, right? You work down at the hardware store. <laughs> you call yeah. you little dick, whatever the f- <laughs> Little dick wick, don't yeah. the smell just make you sick. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, he gets all flustered, mask comes off, and I, hey, don't say that to me. And then, I mean, there's all this back and forth. And then um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to call him a helper guy. The helper guy just comes in. I mean, and you see him like briefly at the beginning yeah. and he's like waving his hand and like trying to like attract people Helpful. to come in yeah. and then and then like i mean just almost jump scare b- bashes through the window with the fucking axe and mm-hmm. then fucking right into the guy's back of the head yeah and then i mean the actual death is captain spaulding and it's right after the you know i'm gonna give you the count of five to put the fucking gun down and then five and then fuck your mama and two, fuck your sister, fuck your grandma. And then, I mean, and, and this is so he's got like blood splurting out of his chest and he like puts the gun right up to his head and goes, but most of all, fuck you. Yeah. And then boom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's that's an, that's another interesting and, and, and kind of crazy death. Uh, and the other one, one thing I actually I... want to touch on since we're talking about the the Museum of Monsters mm-hmm. Is uh, the, the only one that would go there, and I would definitely go and take that tour. Yeah, like, that would yeah. be awesome. That, what I have written down for that is uh, a Willy Wonka style tour <laughs> of what I imagine Rob Zombie's basement looks like with all these monster Dude. movie heads. So masks. I'm gonna, and and maybe you have this in in, in Tyler's trivia, but you mm-hmm. said Rob Zombie's basement and. A lot of the like cutscenes in this movie, like the little quick cutaways, he did in his house. He yeah. did in, in his, his basement. own basement. They were I done after that. the movie yeah. was done being right. filmed, and he would just call the actors and be like, "Hey, come over and film this," and he would do it yeah. in his basement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other kill that I have is just because uh, it was brutal. Um, but baby chasing down Mary's character. Oh yeah, that's a good um, one. Yeah, yeah, and then and just st- like stabbing her like five run, six rabbit. times yeah. run rabbit run <laughs> run rabbit run yeah dude that's uh that is fucking wild but yeah those are the two deaths that i have um you know with your added one for the robbers that's uh that's good so mm-hmm. um i guess we can get into our uh quotes i want the quote you can't handle the quotes Here's our favorite quote from this week's movie. Honestly, I found there's there's a lot of 
a lot of one-liner stuff in this, but I really yeah. only found two of them that I, I could, I could willingly say that I enjoyed or that I liked. Um, yeah. One of them is from Otis, um, where he which goes, has a lot of good quotes in this movie. He does. A ton. I mean, almost like monologue type. Yeah, for like sure. Speeches. Yep, and but you see that throughout all of the zombie films with with Otis. Mm-hmm. Is he's he's a very he's he's very prolific and. He's very, very Manson-esque. Uh, ex- and I it, think that was the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that he he bases these three Otis off is of Manson, the Manson family. Yep. Sid Haig is John Wayne Gacy. Right. Yeah. And then maybe... I mean, the, and the fact that they're all a family. To, I can't remember the what was like the prolific female... The girl, the girl from... Uh, the girl who was in the movie... The, the, based the movie Monster off of Charlize Theron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can't I can't remember, remember her name. name but yeah, yeah obviously um, he had some serial killers. But she was, that, that was what she was based off of. It was between her and, and one of the Manson girls. Um, one of the the girls who followed mm-hmm. Manson. So, um, so yeah, uh, the quote from Otis is, "It's all true. The boogeyman is real, and you found him." So, mm-hmm. talking about himself being the boogeyman. Yeah, I kind of thought that was cheesy, but it is cheesy. I can see what you mean. But yeah, I mean, the, along the lines of like quotes in the movie, like, and one thing that is kind of prolific throughout all of the films that we've talked about, except for Shaun of the Dead, is there's a mention of the boogeyman. Yeah, in almost all of them. Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and huh. I think it's just because that's like the original, like, that's the if original you want to creep your kids out and scare your kids, you talk about the boogeyman mm-hmm. coming. The boogeyman is a prolific thing throughout, like, horror history of yeah. just, if you can't explain what it is, you don't know what it is, it's the boogeyman. Yeah, exactly. Um, and which, you, Otis is very full of himself. Yeah. Very, well, yeah. very full of himself. Thinks of him as, uh, himself as a god, thinks of himself as... As we can see with his whole get up at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. he's like... Mm-hmm. It looks cool, but yeah, you it's can badass. tell. Yeah. So yeah, there's that line, and then the only other one that I have is um, Killer Carl when he breaks into the, and we talked about this like four times now already, but he breaks into the 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 museum and uh, he's like, "That's it, I'm gonna count to ten, and you're gonna hand over all the cash, or I'm gonna splatter your grease paint mug across the state line." One, fuck your mama. Yep. Two, fuck your sister. Yeah. Three, fuck your grandma. Those are the that's that's the only other one that I that I honestly really could remember i know that there's a lot of monologues that happen a lot of things that otis says that is really prolific just none that i can really that really come to mind do you have any dylan oh fuck yeah um have at it man <laughs> so one one of the one of the storylines in this movie was about a uh, a skunk ape Mm-hmm. And and it, it, it which is like weirdly like some of that was cut out right yeah there was the, originally yeah. a lot more yeah. but but they but they cut some out one of the things that stuck was was one cutaway and it was like it, and it's like a it's an elderly couple and it's like someone interviewing them um, about the the skunk ape and and the the husband's like I don't, I don't know where that skunk ape sleeps but I do know that he had impure relations with my <laughs> wife <laughs> and I mean the whole cut scene it's because it's not in color it's like it's color like negative, is negative yeah. yeah um and then and then the wife is like that's tr- it's true he committed lewd acts upon me and my person <laughs> oh my god um, and I let him right that's and so that's a good line um yeah. and another one of the like the monologues was Otis and he's like listen here you you Malibu middle class Barbie piece of shit I like that. <laughs> yeah yeah and then a, what's I mean, the I, I typed I, I, the ice cream scooping one is is good he's like he's like I gotta work here I got right, a job yeah. you, ever, you know I've what that it, means I've got it I've got it typed out here because I wanted to do it is? so I'm trying to work here work you ever work yeah I bet you have scooping ice cream and sc- scooping ice cream to your shit he friends here in summer break well I ain't talking about no goddamn white socks and Mickey Mouse on one side and Donald Duck 
on the other. <laughs> I ain't reading no funny books, mama. Our bodies come and go, but this blood is forever. Yeah, see, and th- that's what makes him the probably, the, and I, I, I enjoy Captain Spaulding, but mm-hmm. that, that, that is what makes him, like, the best character in this fucking movie is yeah. just, like, he's, he's crazy, obviously, crazy and a hillbilly. But he's yep. prolific as fuck. He's he no, says some. Sorry, sorry. He's a hellbilly. Hellbilly. Yeah, right. I apologize. Come on. Well, and you he's even. I mean, even Captain Spalding. Uh, Captain Spalding alludes to that. He's like, I bet you you think us folks down in the south real funny like, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> right. And 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 this is this is a quote that um, unless you're watching like the DVD, um, a lot of a lot of people aren't gonna have this. Yeah. Um, or it, it might be in like the iTunes extras. Um, but there's, there's an extra bit in there where it's, uh, it's baby Firefly, Otis and Captain Spaulding, all three standing around and they're telling knock, knock jokes. Really? Uh, yeah. I've heard uh, about that. I haven't seen that. And it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> one of the, one of the, ca- uh, characters that, um, it's, uh, that we didn't mention is, um, it's a, it's a brother and his name's tiny and, oh, yeah. um, played That's by one of my favorite Matthew, characters. Matthew McGorry, I mm-hmm. think is his mm-hmm. name. And the guy, I mean, he's like eight feet tall, like seven foot eight. Tallest um, actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tallest actor. Um, and, um, and, and his whole backstory is that he was burned. Um, yep. And That's why he wears the mask. Right. By Earl. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who we see later in the film too. Um, Some but anyway, weird, I, I yeah. have him listed as a, uh, a weird slimy Cenobite monster. If you guys know what Cenobites, yeah. what is that? Hellraiser. Oh, yep. okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's literally what he looks like. Right. Is a Cenobite. So in the in the extras of the DVD, um, it's all three of them standing around and uh, like that they, they take turns and they go knock knock. Who's there? Tiny, tiny who? Tiny fucked a stump. <laughs> <laughs> and then I mean they just do that over and over. And then what's Otis is like knock knock. Who's there? Stump. Stump who? Fuck me, tiny. Fuck me. <laughs> God. Um, see, that's that's zombies. Like, and that's one of the one of the only qual. Well, one of the many qualms. One of the qualms I have with this movie is like some of the lines and some of the dialogue. I feel like it's just put in there for zombie being Rob Zombie. Just like, just yep, the, yep. the most goofy, off the wall, dumb shit is put in this movie. And maybe that's the whole hellbilly thing. Is like these guys are not very el- well educated. These guys are not. Mm-hmm. Not, not. I mean, they're, they're possible like inbreeding and I just, just messed up family. There's, there's no high education there, so the shit they say is really lowbrow you, and stupid. You get a lot of nods to like Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. with this movie. With the family right. aspect the family of it, dinner, the hills have eyes. Yep. Yep. The grant, like, mm-hmm. oh, go get grandpa. Grandpa's great at killing. Yeah. Right. Like in well, Texas see, that's, Chainsaw. That's, fuck, there's another, there's another line. I mean, when, when they're doing the, the, the like the talent show. Oh, yeah. Um and and grandpa's doing like kind of like a stand up bit. I, right? I literally wrote down um lost Sam Kennison stand up footage. Right, just like yeah. holding no, the mic exactly and just screaming is. into the yeah. mic. Lots of feedback. But you're gonna wake up grandma. Yeah. And I I that, that was like, a really good a impression. Good bit. Yeah. I'm proud of you. That was good. <laughs> it's almost like you do this for a living. Thanks. I do impressions. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, and it goes to the audio of just again it's all about making you feel like you probably shouldn't be watching this fucking movie because it's so unsettling yeah. yeah um well do you want to you said you have many qualms with the movies do you want to you want to talk about your guys's qualms with the movie and then i'm gonna stick i'm gonna stand up yeah stand up yeah, for yeah, let's, yeah. let's do that yeah I, so i can see why people would enjoy this movie and honestly it's not that i hated this movie mm-hmm. i just it's like, watchable it's watchable i just 
this is not something that I would like view as like one of my tops. It's not something that I would view as like a movie that I would like watch over and over again. Anything like that. It's just this, this, it was all over the fucking place. Mm -hmm. Like the, the plot and the storyline was all over the place. You know, there's, there's no mention of, and which is weird because Zombie carries the the three characters throughout his entire career with multiple movies. Yep. But there's no mention of Captain Spaulding with Otis or Baby, uh, you know, in the exactly. in the actual film together. Like there's the the. Not until the very end. Right. Well, when he pops up at, in the right, back and then the at that moment you start going, oh, he does have something to do with. So he did. And I mean, Captain Spaulding is a part of it. And there's another thing is that 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 scene itself, the edit, maybe it's the editing or maybe it's how it was written. But like, like they don't leave you with because they don't mention it throughout the entire movie, but they don't leave you with knowing like, oh, Spaulding's in on all this. Like he pops out of out of the back of the car and it's like Spaulding doesn't even know. Captain Spaulding doesn't even notice him. Like it's, it's like it's it's like, OK, wait, so. Is he uh, and and because we know because we've seen the other films we know that this isn't the case. But uh, the first time I watched this it was like, oh shit, is he going to kill both of them? Is he going to kill Captain Spaulding? Is he is does he are are they working together? Does, did he know he yeah. was in the car the whole time? You have no fucking idea. And maybe that's part of the lure. Also, it's like they're in a convertible. Like, how did the girl not? How see did she Otis not see a dude laying in the backseat of the car? Do you not remember the state she was in? I know she was in a state. She was in a manic. Yeah. Hysterical. Oh, I thought you were talking about Texas. Oh no 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 no! Like because when because when she gets in the car, she is not hyperventilating. You know, terrified. I don't think she knew what she was doing. I don't think she knew she was getting into a car. I mean, she just escaped with her life. Yeah, she's got like a quarter of her life left. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I can forgive her for not seeing if someone was in the car, and I think that that's that's I think that's the thing. There's gonna be there's gonna be moments in films when we want to be force fed like we just we don't want to sit there and wonder true but that's also that's that's the fun of it is huh i wonder what this and and then because of that you get three fucking grown men in a in a dungeon talking <laughs> about it i mean because i, mean, of I that, love ambiguity of that, in movies yes. me too but here's the see and i feel like there's a difference between what happened in house of a thousand corpse corpses and and leaving the audience guessing with this it was like it, it wasn't it's not like they noted on it and then they're like okay now you're going to now you're going to wonder for until i come out with my next movie if they were in on it together it was like something that just happened zero mention and There's zero a correct way to do uh, it pointing to it and i i just feel like it could have been done a little bit better like if honestly just let spalding smile let captain spalding smile he pops up out of the back and he just grins and boom it's like oh okay yeah. he's like oh shit he knew he 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 he's not saving this girl. This girl is not going to be saved. Yeah, like that that then, little that little bit there that would have yeah that would have told you without spoon feeding right because it, it ends and you're like okay so damn it like man I would have it was there going to be a fight now between Otis and Spalding was there going to like something to try to get this girl like, or or is he just going to like pull over and let him you know yeah. kill her again like it. it it ends with a lot of uncertainty, with um, which I'm okay with in a lot of films, but it ends with uncertainty without even touching on the fact that it is uncertain what's yeah. going to happen, which is which was a bummer to me. And then, and then, like I said before, the soundtrack was just, and uh, it, it succeeds in making you it's in making you feel uncomfortable and making and making you you know uh, honestly irritated. Um, and and maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the point of the whole movie. And if that's the case, then you know, then it succeeded, and I shouldn't be complaining about it. But <laughs> god damn, it was just an ear fuck the yeah. entire time with the craziness of the just up on the mic screaming and just growling and making noises, and it's just not for me. Not I have some me. some some things to talk about for sure. Um, I get where you're coming from. 
Uh, I would say that my biggest issues with this movie are the there are some plot holes with Doctor Satan and Doctor Satan, <laughs> uh, Earl, the supposed da- like father of Tiny. Mm-hmm. We don't know much about them. The movie is literally about the kids trying to find Doctor Satan, the tree where he was murdered. And we literally get him on screen for maybe three, four minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't get to really see much from him. He's kind of just like a sub part of the movie. Um, I think who are supposed or titular final girls are supposed to be in this movie mm-hmm. are super unlikable, pointless, like no personality characters. Um, the entirety of the two women characters in this movie's point is to just whine about where they are and what they're doing and what their boyfriends are making them go through. They have no personality and it's hard for me to root for the final girl in this movie because she's, you're not invested. You're not supposed to though. And And I think that's that's what this, it's not the movie. And that's why they kill her at the end. Yeah. (laughs) The the movie really isn't about four teenagers trying to find Dr. Satan. No, I mean, it's about, it's about a family, family of backwoods, redneck, fucking sadistic serial killers, serial killers um, who lure in people. Um, and, and one of the ways that they do that is by um, having Captain Spaulding's and the main attraction of the murder ride is Dr. Satan. Right. And now they're like, oh, this is just right up the road. Fuck, I want to go there. And then, you know, pop the fucking tires and then have a cute blonde show up and then lure him into the house. I was going to say, like, you can kind of get the idea that Spalding's in on it from the beginning because that. Now that I he think gives them directions on, he, on where to go. He tells them where to go. Yeah. He, yep. he introduces them to the actual the actual person, not the not physically to the person, but introduces them to the idea of Dr. Satan. He, yeah. you know, he maybe he put down the thing to blow, blow out their tires. Maybe, you know, well, he, their tire was shot by RJ. Oh, yeah, brother. you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. But I mean, you know, knowing that he was sending them out there in, in a possible storm, like he, he, he yeah. knew what he was doing. He yeah. knew what was happening. That, that yeah, makes he's sense. In on that, it. that does make sense. Okay. Yeah. So fuck everything I do. Say. But I just think there are some pointless <laughs> characters for sure. Like mm-hmm. Earl and Dr. Satan. They're not pointless because obviously the movie's about Dr. Satan, but there right. just needs to be more of him. And I think, I think with Earl and with Dr. Satan, I mean, I, I think, what he did and when i think and i think uh, and i think the movie achieved it was showing that it's not just like three people right i mean this is a family it's a fucking network yeah i, was I mean say, it's this not even is just a, a family it's like a it's like a cult communion like a, like an right. entire <laughs> yeah. community yeah exactly and and i mean and just by by i mean because they don't they don't give you like full well-rounded um you know, like climax resolution of, right. of characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just allude to them and they name drop them and they give mm-hmm. you a little bit of backstory just to give you like, oh, okay, so that everything's all, it's all connected. It's a fucking it's a it's a whole system a set of, up. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I get that. And you know, it, it, honestly, in my opinion, I think the past like the last twenty minutes of the movie, I could have completely done without. Like I I don't like the like them going into the the the. Uh, the shaft and dropping them down in the shaft and the, and like all the creatures and like old people and shit. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just watching this. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Like mm-hmm. where did, where did this now turn into this? Like what, what is happening here? And then you get to like the, you get to where you see Dr. Satan and he's performing on people. I'm like, wait, 
What? Yeah, like, like what, what happens to happening? Jerry? Like, they make it a big deal to show that he's operating on Jerry, but then, like, what what happens to him? Mm-hmm. He turns into one of the patients, like, the, like in the, the, in the waiting room. The ones that are room. sitting there watching yeah. the movie, doing whatever, the, and, like, eating the nasty-ass whatever food or... The Agatha yeah. Krispies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um. yeah, like, it, so that's, I mean, it's just... It, and then it, it jumps to it so goddamn quick with it with zero explanation. It's like, oh, okay, we're gonna lower them down in here. And I'm and in my mind, I'm like, oh, they're just they're burying them. They're gonna drop them in there. and They're gonna die in that in that coffin. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait, there's an entire tunnel system. Like, wait, there's all these fucking like creatures. Like, mm-hmm. wait, what are these two old dudes? These are the like, a wait a corpses. second, what, what, <laughs> like, it, yeah. it, and it's just it, it's like I get it now, uh, having seen it it, 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 it ties in a little bit, but I. I just feel like the last twenty minutes of the movie it doesn't it doesn't add to it doesn't make me sympathize for the female character anymore. It no. doesn't uh, the fact that like uh, what did you say, Jerry? The fact that Jerry was was already being tortured and mm-hmm. kind of got partially scalped by baby and stuff like that. Like seeing him, you know, get tortured and killed and turned into one of his patients. Like didn't it didn't affect me anymore? Like it didn't. Like I said, these yeah. characters are hard to like. They're very. Which I know it's not the point, yeah. but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think at one one thing I I did want to mention about this movie is at and I and I looked it up last night and I think it would be considered one of the first, but this movie proved to like major motion picture studios mm-hmm. that shock type horror is possible yeah. and it is a money maker. Yeah. I mean, I don't and this is my personal belief mm-hmm. that it had it not been for this movie, we wouldn't have movies like Saw or um, I'm trying to think what the uh, what the was a hostile. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of like it's the, definitely possible, the, man. The gore. I mean, this movie is gory AF. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it definitely its own genre. I mean, yeah, subgenre. It, it, but you could safely say, and I, I, I mean, in my opinion, you could safely say that that Rob Zombie is kind of the godfather of these types of films. You mm-hmm. know, and, and yeah. he's, he's kind of perfected the art of it. Right. Um, there are films that have come out before this that are similar, that are like that, but not that take it to the level that they do in right. in this film or in the other films that he right. makes. Well, and like you guys mentioned uh, earlier at. When in 2003, like when this movie came out, it was all like it was rom garbage, yeah, it was rom com, mm-hmm. like slasher films, yeah. Um, well, I know what you did last summer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Bride Scream. of Chucky, the yeah. worst. I mean, I love that movie, but it's like one of the worst, yeah. I don't love that. I love, slasher. I love Chucky movies, but I don't love that movie. I just, I love it because right. it's like nostalgic, yeah, <laughs> true, true. I know that we're, we're like ganging up on you and talking about yeah. how this movie is not that great. There are redeeming qualities for this movie. Absolutely, but I have a with, with, I have appreciation for it for sure. With, with how you with how passionate you are about it, I knew that you'd be able to to know yeah. that what we're saying and 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 you know defend it for sure. Yeah, and get some good convo out of it. And one of the things I have in here is like so. I guess right now would probably be a good time before we get into the scenes. Let's talk about our rankings for it. Sure. Um, yeah. Just because I, I have it a little bit, I have a little bit more information along the lines of the rankings. Why I gave it the ranking that I did that leads it that leads it that that shows that I don't just fucking hate this movie that there's mm-hmm. reasons why and there's reasons why I I enjoy part of it. So, um do you want to do you got your well I guess you don't really Sure. I mean, I I can give an idea. Uh I gave it a 2 star on Letterbox, which I think two on a 10 five. point scale would be what like a 30 Four. 40% 4, yeah. Um like I said, I I have appreciation for it. I think it for the time, for the budget, it did well. It's a good, mm-hmm. it's good in that aspect. Uh, the plot kind of leaves a little bit to be desired. Um, 
but I will recognize the the effect it had Mm -hmm. on the shock horror and the gory stuff. And I mean, Saw as, you know, love or hate it, it is uh, also very revolutionary and on on its own. And I think this movie does probably play a part into to that as well so right. it's not terrible garbage movie but it uh there there's lots of issues for sure i will say if yeah. you haven't seen it you should watch it yeah for sure i'm not saying like avoid this movie it's trash if you yeah. haven't seen it definitely watch this movie like it's it's it is like i said go into it with like knowing that like i'm going to feel uncomfortable i'm going to feel like i shouldn't be watching this what's happening yeah. right now and watch it around this time of year you yeah, know, it's it's yeah. a it's a good movie for that. So I mean, also go into it knowing that the guy who like wrote directed it, this is his name. His legal name is Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Right. <laughs> I mean, that really tells you as much as you need to fucking know. I about think it. everyone yeah. should experience Rob Zombie movies. I don't care like what yeah. you're into. It's just mm-hmm. you got to know what's out there and how, what length it, certain movies mm-hmm. can go to it's and still be successful out, yeah it's, and, it's definitely a step outside of your comfort zone movie. yeah it's well, like, yeah, this is I, a lot of movies that came out around this time a lot of other horror movies that i can think of they allude to things happening mm-hmm. um i mean if this was fucking, if this was a different director like we would have seen dr satan and and jerry's head like cut open and then and then like quick cut away mm-hmm. but this movie they like Fuck it. Zoom in more. Let's see more of those brains, and then let's see them cut into it a little bit. Like I, let's actually see that shit. Mm-hmm. They pan from head to tail. Head, head they, to tail. They, they head pan to from mermaid head to tail, tail. Zoomed in on, on the torture and, and yeah. stuff of Fishboy. Like it's mm-hmm. th- th- there's no pussyfooting around. They 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 yeah. like you can tell he wanted to make it look very snuffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, that's for and sure. that and see and those are types of films that I. Like like horror, snuff style horror films. Those are type of films that I honestly, I don't want to say I enjoy watching them, but they, they, I'm I'm drawn like to those types. Holocaust. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Apocalypse the, Now, Green Room. Like I I those are all movies that I am drawn to watching because they're they're entertaining and they they make you feel uncomfortable. And during mm-hmm. this time, of year, I like that's to what feel uncomfortable for. during a movie. Like I I think that's what horror is to me. It's, right. It's an emotion that it brings out. It's no different that's, than watching that's a, why a, a, a rom com and, and and crying at the end of it. It's no different <laughs> than watching you know a. Uh, a, a fantasy film with with epic dialogue and epic fight scenes and feeling pumped mm-hmm. up when shit happens. It's no yeah. different yeah. than that. It's just a different emotion that it brings out. And if it successfully brings out that emotion, it did its job as a horror film. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. And that's I, I, nostalgia for me now for yeah. this movie. And that's that I'd, I'd probably give this movie probably a, like a low nine, like a wow, nine, okay. nine, two, nine, three. Yeah. What Which, are you, let me hear your problems with it. I mean, you've talked a lot yeah. of good. I want to hear yeah. what you so, think is bad. I mean, the things that the things that I think that it could be better at is um, is things mainly for like the things that you guys talked about would mm-hmm. be for uh, the general audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm trying to like just the average fucking Joe walking into the theater. Um, but I and 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 now I'm 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 already countering myself. I was going to say devil's advocate. <laughs> it just wasn't made for those people. It, well, and that's that. There was an interview where Rob Zombie. He's like, yeah, I know my fans are going to go out and watch this right. movie. And he's like, and I know what their reaction to this movie are going to be. And he's like, but I want someone who walked into the wrong theater to watch this. That's movie. awesome. That's who I want to watch this movie, and I want to see their reaction to <laughs> that's this. That's a movie. very zombie, yeah, like thing yeah. to say. Yeah, sure. absolutely, and I. I mean, there's a lot of the like the skunk ape scene. I I I like it. 
I'm also a Rob Zombie fan. A lot of the mm-hmm. general the general people aren't going to like they're going to say, what the fuck is that? They're right. going to leave the theater going, what? where the fuck is that rape and skunk ape? Yeah. Um, I mean, and like, then, why the fuck would he talk about that and not hit on anything else right. about it and not bring yeah. it up again? Like, yeah, um, it's a it's a zombie thing. Right. Exactly. So I think a lot of that and a lot of the things that I think I would fix about this movie um, are in the, the follow up to this movie, uh, The Devil's mm. Rejects. Yeah. Because it's a lot more. I mean, this movie is to like junior high or freshman year as um, The Devil's Rejects is to like college, like your second year into college. Um, I mean, it's, it's more polished than you had more time with the characters. I mean, that set up the characters. Mm-hmm. We already know who they are, and now we can fucking dive into them. Yeah. I mean, Devil's Rejects is probably one of my top five favorite movies. Devil's Rejects is really good. It's, um, it's really good. And it, again, and I keep going back to it, but but it's it's the it's the mo- the staple of Rob Zombie films is like that mm-hmm. the movie is supposed to make you feel dirty after fucking watching it. Yeah. And when it I was, got done watching the Devil's Rejects, I felt like I did something wrong. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I, was like, was I very, should not have seen that. Th- there was a lot of mixed reviews for that movie, but mm-hmm. most notably prolific uh, now deceased movie reviewer Rod- is it Roger Ebert love the devil's rejects he's dead he, he died yeah I didn't know that yeah. I didn't know that he was dead but yeah Rest he, he peace, did he was... died a, a while back his his website I think might be ran by other oh, people okay. but he loved the devil's rejects mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah. Yeah. yeah well and that's I'm, so yeah the answer to your question a lot of the things that I would fix have already been fixed yeah. so the reason I picked this movie though is because I think The Devil's Rejects is not as much of a Halloween movie as it's this not. one is. I mean, this this movie takes place on Halloween. Well, it's, it also oh, yeah. deals with it also deals with like the satanic side of things. It also yeah. it deals with like you know the 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 cultish side of yep. stuff. And it also, like you said, it literally is, it happens during Halloween. Right. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that whole scene where they're at the dinner table and they like they're forced to put the Halloween masks on. Mm-hmm. I mean, can can you imagine being in that position, like in a stranger's house? Like they they say that they're fixing your tire. Um, a fucking eight foot burnt guy just walked in with like a leather mask on. Like fuck yeah. this. I'm out. Yeah, the, and that's what makes this movie you know that scary or as scary as it is is just putting yourself in the situation. Like oh god, I don't know what the hell I yeah. would do. Um, but I mean, my ranking would be the like probably four to four point five, maybe five out of ten. Um, just because. The reasons I gave it a little bit of a higher ranking than than what Joe would have given it is because it, it it was Rob Zombie's first film. It sets up the other zombie films really well, um, and he grows as a director because of this movie. And also the actors grow as actors and get better through later zombie films because they're perfecting these characters so well. I gave it a low score because the movie was all over the place. The acting was mostly awful, um, you know, and. Yeah, I mean, th- those are really the main reasons. I, I, I liked that it was brutal. I liked that it was extremely brutal and gruesome. That mm-hmm. was that was fantastic. But yeah, it just it was just so it was more of a task to follow it. And then when I got done, I was like, "What did I fucking get out of that movie?" It just wasn't it just wasn't wasn't much. But it was it was fun to cover and look into some of the trivia and the the different background stuff on it though. So it, yeah, that was kind of cool. So um, do we gotta do you want to? I, I really only have. Uh, well, I guess I have a couple scenes. Yeah. Talk about yeah, let's some. do favorite scenes. Say hello to our favorite scene. And now, our favorite scene. The, uh, and we've talked about this a little bit. The reveal of Fishboy. Uh, 
what it just along the lines of prosthetics and and cinematography was really well done and really cool. Um, it was unlike anything I've ever seen in a movie. I've, I've never seen anything like that before or any, anything done like that before. So that was really cool. Um, so there's that scene. And the other one is, uh, the scene is literally titled dressing up like daddy. Um, Otis skins yep, the, that's a really fucking good scene. Yeah. yeah so he, skin, he, he takes the skin of Ed Gein. One basically. of the girls. Yeah. He was, uh, the actor himself was, uh, uh, he was in saving private Ryan. As the Which old, one? the old, uh, the the dad. Oh, the dad. Yeah, yeah, he was in Saving Private Ryan as the old, uh, the old Private Ryan. Um, but he skins him, and he's one of the one of the girls that is kidnapped. It's one of his. It's one of their fathers. Um, he skins the body, uh, face, body, everything, and then dresses himself in the skin of yeah. the of the of the dad, and then parades around the house, tormenting Daddy. the poor girl with the dead face of her own father, like kissing her through like her dad's. Cut off skin, like screaming face. like "Who's your daddy?" Or something. Yeah, dude, it's right. Yeah, fucking yeah. You, wild. I mean, he's saying like "Who's your daddy?" and then you got baby in the fucking background like "Who's your daddy?" What about you, Joe? You got any favorite scenes? Yeah, um, mine's probably not everyone's favorite scene, but I love Tiny as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, chapter or fuck, uh, Tiny's really fucking. I I like Tiny as I a love character. Tiny. I mean, I love the gentle giants. Like mm-hmm. right. You know, obviously, Leatherface is one of my favorites, but um, the scene, obviously, where Tiny is just chilling with one of the the girls um, while she's tied up to the bed, and he's just eating some of those Agatha Krispies yep. and <laughs> wearing his quote cheap app or cheap ass Halloween costume yep. T shirt, yep. and he's just chilling there, and he just like lets her go, <laughs> like mm-hmm. no problem. Like, okay, he's like, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He and just then, shrugs when right. Otis is like, "What the when fuck Otis are like, you doing? What the fuck, man?" <laughs> <laughs> She yeah. said, let me go. I love that scene. <laughs> what about you, Dylan? Um, all right. So uh, one of my favorite scenes, I mean, you took the the who's your daddy yeah. part. Because um, I really like the, uh, the the editing that they go. I mean, because they have a lot of, I mean, quick, quick flashes to like what her dad looks like. And then right back to him with the, um, you know, with the with the loose skin mask on. Yeah. Um, and I mean, because without that, maybe you would know. Maybe you wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I I can't get past. Well, like, we see like a skinned body laying on the couch. Right, but you don't know. I mean, he's I, like. I, I mean, guess he's he would wearing know. his dad's. Yeah, her, you, her dad's I mean, clothes. Right, and I and yeah. I think the, that that flashback really helps. Um, I mean, I, I like all of the little cutaways, especially like the the old seventies. Um, Dr. Wolfenstein. Oh, yes. Um, I mean, that's... <laughs> they the, literally the, say Wolfenstein and Wolfenstein. Yeah. And then it's like, which one right. is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's that's where I got the... When I redid the the Spooktober intro. I mean, that's where I got Creature Feature Show from. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's from this movie. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I just... I think... Um, Oh, fucking now I'm forgetting the the guy. I mean every every decent sized city has their own like local TV oh, yeah. type of personality. Oh, yeah. Um what's Dr. Uh, what's, Sanguinary. What's uh, that yeah, Dr. Dr. Sanguinary. And and, that, yeah. and he passed away and now they have Son of Sanguinary right. who does yeah. the old creature feature films. Yeah. Right. My yeah. dad and I my dad, my brother and I used to watch those when we right. when I was younger. Yeah, so I mean and that I I mean, this this movie pays really good homage to like B movie type stuff. Very much so. Yeah, uh, zombie is just a huge fan of 
everything horror. Yeah. Like, everything horror. Right. Like, yeah. Living Dead Girls, literally like a mm-hmm. shot for shot remake of doc- the, or the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Mm-hmm. The song Dragula yep. is, uh, is about the, the, uh, the car that in the monsters they had, a, they entered in a, like a derby race and the, yep. the mm-hmm. car Grandma's that they had was, was called the Dragula. And that's the song, you know, based off that. So yeah, it, it he's, he definitely, uh, and we've said it before. It's a passion project, and he really, mm-hmm. he really went fucking deep right. with it. And the, there's so much stuff in the background, and like po- posters and and right. shit like that that he brought in that were yep. like that were meaningful to him and meaningful to just the horror genre yeah. in general. And I think I I don't know the cutscenes probably not for everybody, but I think I me. think the the <laughs> cutscenes are one of my favorite parts. Yeah. I mean, when it cuts away to I mean, and, uh, Otis and Baby Firefly both have like. It's like they set up the camera um, just to record themselves talking about like the the crazy shit that they do. Right. Um, and I, I mean, baby saying like, and if someone you know if someone needs to die, you just kill them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another great scene was uh, when when baby goes to the uh, pussy liquor store. Oh, uh, red hot pussy. Red liquors. hot pussy liquor. And like, what was it goober? Yeah, goober. Goober. Yeah. Big goober. Here, keep the chain um, and get yourself a right. different name, Goober. Yeah, that scene is fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's, that's actually funny. that's actually a song. Um, is it really by Rob Zombie? Yeah, of course Red it Hot is. Pussy Liquor. <laughs> of course it is. So. Um, the cut scenes were crazy. Uh, I mean, the they they were hard to follow, but they were super crazy. Like I didn't I didn't realize until I watched it again the other night that like there's a whole like skeleton masturbation scene with with yeah. baby and like a literally like a dead skeleton and they they wanted to they wanted to add more of her like necrophilia side to the movie but like the studios were like uh uh-uh. like, yeah, like, like Warner Brothers chill. really dropped this movie cuz it was already too heavy yeah they yeah. they're like there's no way we're releasing this without an NC17 rating right. and we can't do that so yeah i i mean it's the the, the i i get the lure of those uh of the of those cutscenes and stuff, I can understand why someone would like them. It just, it was just too much. Uh, maybe it was just too much for me. Maybe it was just. Well, and I think that's the thing. If you really like Rob Zombie, you're gonna like the cutscenes. Right. Yeah. And if you really don't, then you probably won't. It's like right. a long Rob Zombie music video. Yeah. For the and that's fans. why I'm torn. Is because I really do enjoy Rob Zombie. Like I really like him. It's just this movie just missed a lot of notes. It, it didn't hit a mm-hmm. lot of notes for me. So, um, so yeah. Is there any other scenes you guys want to add? I no. I'm, okay. I'm good with mine. So why don't we hit up the trivia side of this? We'll, okay. we'll, we'll touch on Tyler's trivia. So some tidbits to go over too. Nice. Um, so you want to go with you want to start with yours? Sure. Um, I think probably the obvious one for this is uh, that this was originally supposed to be a hor- uh, a Halloween Horror Nights attraction. Um, that Rob Zombie uh, pitched and was then picked up as a movie, um, and then dumped, of course, as I mentioned, for being too extreme. Uh, and. The production and the filming of this movie began in the year 2000, but was not released until 2003 due to all of these complications. Yep, I have that one as well. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of, uh, uh, and there was a lot of stuff done in post, like where yeah. where you know zombie filming like, in the like basement. We said before, yeah, he had he had the actors over in his basement to help him record and uh, help him do a lot of the stuff that he wanted to add and 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 finish with the movie. So yeah, it's it was a long project. Um, another tidbit I have that actually plays into the basement stuff is 
those grainy jump cuts were actually filmed with a 16 millimeter camera in Rob Zombie's basement with his own money. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, this, you can tell this is a passion project. Yeah, yeah. I love I love when directors do that. I like when they when they work experiment with different cameras and experiment with different recording mm-hmm. equipment. It's, it it makes it pretty interesting for sure. So, is that what you got for that? Yeah, I mean, I I have one more that has to do with like makeup and stuff like that. Okay, so if you want to talk about some other stuff first. Yeah, yeah, I'll get with my trivia. One and then uh, we'll get back one on one it. cool one. This it's like the one fact that I know that I like to throw out and yell at everybody. <laughs> um, so in the um, in the Museum of Hor- Mad Men and, and, and Monsters, yeah. um, in the in the gas station fried chicken, um, there's a, uh, and, and, I mean, blink and you'll miss it. And unless you know you're looking for it, you're never going to see it. But there's uh, like a childhood photo of Rob Zombie. And his brother. And his brother, who, if you are into heavy metal and, you know, shock rock type music, is also Power Man 5000. Mm-hmm. So. That was the first bit of trivia I had written down for it. Sorry. But that's no, that's a good one. That's that's a good one. Yeah, for sure, it's crazy. And there's, there's also other missing persons posters that you see throughout the movie. One of them is right. of Chris Hardwick as a child. One of them is Rain oh, Wilson okay. as a child. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. Yeah. So he's he 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 does a lot of interesting shit. He does he does a lot of stuff here. So, um, one of the things I have is in 2014, Rob Zombie acknowledged the movie's cult following, but admitted that he himself is not fond of it. He called the film a calamitous mess. And all I see is flaw upon flaw upon flaw upon flaw. Um, and well, of course, he. I mean, any creator. Any critic, Hindsight's yeah, 2020. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any any person who makes a movie is going to go back and they're going to notice the bad things. They're going to notice the the unless it's a you know masterpiece. It's like you know people who make content and then go back ten years later and look at yeah. their old content. They're like, what the hell was I thinking? Yeah. For sure. Um, so, and I mentioned on this one a little bit more, or a little bit previously. So, Rob Zombie said amongst the footage that was in the infamous lost rough cut of the film, uh, in which he had cut for an R rating, uh, there were a lot more violent and disturbing scenes with Baby Firefly. Yeah, I, I would have loved to actually see a director's Same, cut of this movie. For sure. But it's, it's, fucking it's gone. It's lost. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, no one knows um, where it's at. So, and he said, like, ones, uh, the ones which showed uh, more of her necrophilia tendencies, the scene in, Will, in the film where she's kissing the skeleton and kind of touching herself with the skeleton's hand was one scene that was much more graphic and much longer, even ending with her climaxing. But since the MPAA had issues with moments like these, it was cut. Um, so around the eight, the one hour and 18 minute mark uh, in the DVD commentary, Rob Zombie reveals that Jake McKinnon, the professor, couldn't see very well with his costume on and with his mask on um, in the scene where he swings. Earl. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the scene where uh, he uh, where he swings the real axe at Denise, um, his vision was so bad that he almost seriously injured her and almost <laughs> I her. saw that. Um, yeah. And Rob says in the commentary, we just assume she'd get out of the way. So yeah. <laughs> which is another very Rob Zombie thing um, at about 17 minutes in when Denise calls her father, there's a missing dog head poster. So a, a poster for missing a dog's like the, looking for and missing a dog's head. Um, in the phone booth, the exact origins unknown, but the poster is a very strange and real poster that was spotted in New York City that Zombie saw. So in New York, which is a total New York City thing, the, he saw a poster <laughs> for a, a dog's head that was missing. Um, fucking crazy. Um, the movie was made into a haunted house for Universal's Halloween Horror Nights in 2010 yep. and 2019. Um, I've, I've always kind of wanted to go check that out. I figured it'd be pretty cool. But I'd yeah. love to go someday. That'd be really sure. fun. Um, Universal Pictures, original production company of the movie, refused to release the film, believing that it would be given an NC-17 rating by the MPAA. Um, 
how foolish do they look now? Um, it, uh, like we said before, it's the, the directorial debut of Rob, Zomb- Rob Zombie. At about 17 minutes, minutes in, as Harrison's young character looks out the window at the children trick-or-treating, you can see the house used in the original yeah. Munsters is located on the Universal back lot. Um, his home... Uh, the Psycho House. Yeah, is the home yep. used in Leave it to Beaver as well, mm-hmm. um, which was, I thought, kind of cool. Otis and Baby's bizarre rantings during the home movie segments are inspired by the Charles Manson family's supposed home movies, which mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. complete sense. At about 30 seconds in, <laughs> Rob Zombie considered appearing uh, in the film as Dr. Wolfenstein. However, after decide- deciding that he would look normal, too normal, uh, with makeup and even effects done, uh, he chose not to. Instead, he took the brief role as Dr. Wolfenstein's assistant for about two seconds and can be seen in the background yep. smashing a pumpkin with a sledgehammer. I didn't know that until after I'd watched the movie. I had to go back and look at that. Like, yeah, oh, shit, yeah. I, I, yeah, I definitely would never didn't know. notice it. You would but. never know <laughs> it's him. Yeah, he's uncredited in it, but yeah, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely him. So... Uh, Rob Zombie has said that he was constantly shooting two versions of the gorier scenes to appease Universal. For instance, a shot at the start of the film in which the robber who was stabbed with the axe is on the floor was shot two ways, one with blood and one without blood. Uh, several scenes were also shot twice, including reg- with regular lighting and some with red lighting to give it a more gruesome effect, both of which were edited into the final cut. Note uh, several scenes with cross-cutting involving sets lit with white light and red light. So there's a lot of scenes that probably were supposed to be lit with red light, which were deemed too gruesome for Mm -hmm. the studio that were changed to white light, which it sucks because it takes away the actual like art of the director. Right. You know um, what he wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. So at around four minutes, uh, the robbers line about grease paint and brains is a reference to the song grease paint and monkey brains by Rob Zombie's former band white zombie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was cool. Uh, Harrison Young is wearing a almost identical outfit to the one he wore while pay- playing older Ryan in Saving Private Ryan. Hmm. It's that buttoned-up blue shirt with slacks. Same, okay. And same the jacket. Thing. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, at about, I, I got a couple more. At about 53 minutes, uh, The Munsters is playing on the television, specifically the episode The Munsters Hot Rod Herman, where Grandpa Munster builds a drag racer called the Dragula. Rob Zombie releases a track of the same name in 1998. And Zombie is directing a remake of the Munsters as we speak. Yeah, so I'm that's pretty fucking excited. For I that. I'm gonna yeah, see, yeah, I'll have to watch that. That'll be cool. I, the Munsters are great. Yeah, I mean, here's sure. here's my question because we've we've all seen a few movies from Rob Zombie. Yeah, what what I mean, are we getting a family friendly version of this? I, I really mean, hope that we're not. And yeah, I mean, the Munsters was not like a gory slash fest. No, it was no. a goofy monster show. Yeah, right? I mean, it's like it's like the Adams Family, right? Yeah, it's so, exactly. I mean, I hope it was that a predecessor get... to the Adams Family by like six months, I think. But but what I mean, it how what what are we doing here? Like what? Where I'd are we imagine going? that he's going to pay homage to the original and, I, and do I, yeah, it as a, I, that a family me, friendly movie. It makes me pretty excited, and I mean, um, as much I. I I love I love spooky shit just as much as uh, the next guy. And I mean, every year we we don't do traditional family photos. I love Um, this. We we do Halloween family photos. Um, I mean, in one of the years we did family photos. What are you doing this year? Uh, No. It's under wraps, right? Um, <laughs> under wraps? Is no, that a hint? Are sealed. Is it under wraps? <laughs> Zombie? Yeah. Or, or uh, mummy? Is it? No. Okay. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> um, but no, there was one year we did uh, we did the monsters, and yeah, I mean I it was that. it was fucking. Were you Herman we, Munster? I was Herman Munster. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, quick he had little... the bolts and everything. He was yeah, yeah. The no, Adam... it was a really good costume. Yeah. I'll, was... I'll have to check out the Munsters more, but the Adams Family is like a staple every mm-hmm. year. Both movies. I have. Am to watch I the them only one that, I, that can't stand the Adams Family? Just cannot stand like the, the originals. Family. Any of them? Well, Anything. not like the not like the like. What about sitcom? the black and white like TV show? What's okay. wrong? Just not just the not 90s, a fan. The nineties movies. Yeah. No, any of them. The fucking new animated movies, especially those. Fuck, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just not a fan. They 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 just hit, missed every note. That just not something that I was here's, ever into. Here's how I here's why I appreciate the new animated ones. Oh, you like them? I mean, got kids. Uh, yeah, I got because, kids because they're for kids, and because my kids wanted to watch the Adams Family, and now I can say, hey, do you guys want to watch the Adams Family? I watched, and they yeah, and then I mean they think it's boring or whatever. But yeah, I mean it because I don't know. it is. <laughs> yeah, but I just never let's got go back to trivia. Yeah, so yeah, I, so I got I got one more thing, and then after that, well, I'm, I, I have a surprise question for you guys. I, I want we'll, something. Yeah. I, I want to mention something real quick about the oh, about the makeup. Yeah, the makeup. Yeah, I mean, like the practical effects and stuff that were done. Um, Doctor Satan, mm-hmm. his uh, his makeup process was 15 hours long. And I can't help but just re-mention that he was on screen for like four minutes. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yep. And it, I think it was such a he cool does like, look rig really and fucking set up good with though. Yeah. I may have misheard it, but I think they said that he was almost cut from the movie. Mm-hmm. His appearance yep. in general was. They yeah. were gonna, they were gonna have, gonna have it have just mentioned. Yeah. Imagine, well, then they were imagine. gonna have they were gonna have yep. Grandpa be Doctor Satan. Imagine spending fifteen, 15 hours, 15 in chair, hours in a chair and then not even having it in the fucking movie. <laughs> yes. okay. He got paid. He don't give a fuck. He, he would he get paid, paid yeah. but that's fi- that, that's a whole. That's like two work days worth of time. Sitting in a single chair, letting yeah, people touch your face, and right, yeah. No. In today's climate, <laughs> wouldn't happen. <laughs> yep, for sure. It's, yeah, and that that's true. It almost got cut from the fucking movie, which would have been insane, given how much. I mean, dude, and think of the money it would cost. Well, and that's a good thing with practical shit. Is like the the money that it would cost for them to sit for fifteen hours to get makeup done is next to nothing than it would have cost for them to animate and edit that, and then cut it from the movie anyway. So. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, the last thing I have here um, is uh, the film established Cherry Moon Zombie as a scream queen, which I don't know if you know what that would. Yeah, the, yeah. I'm so, gonna have to say and, no. uh, Fangoria. So it, it yeah, it's, it got her as a scream queen um, along the lines of of other other famous female actresses in horror movies. Maybe one that we'll discuss uh, a little bit later. Who knows? Um, but ironically enough, she doesn't like horror films. Says they scare her too much, and she doesn't she doesn't enjoy them. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, surprise question. Last thing we'll do before I get out of here, before we get, to, you know, we end this here is uh, what would be your favorite zombie film? Rob Zombie? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Not, not zombie for like Rob Zombie film. Um, he just has the Firefly trilogy and the Halloween movies, right? No, he's got 31. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, also has a cartoon, that. um, an animated like Mexican wrestling day of the dead type vibe. Well, from what I've seen, uh, probably Devil's Rejects. If I okay. had to go off of only what I've seen, so I mean, as disturbing as it is, you have to appreciate what it was, and also around the time it was just something that people don't normally do with movies, and mm-hmm. right, yeah, really established three just you know manic, insane characters mm-hmm. that are very um, well known today. What about you, Dylan? Um. This is a, this is a tough one. 
fucking do this to me all the time. You give me tough questions. The, the last episode it makes for good content. It keeps you yeah, on your toes. The last the, the last episode like just fucking threw it out at me. He's like, hey, which one do you like better? Um, Zombie Land. Zombie Land or Shaun of the Dead? I was like, well, fuck. I didn't know that was a question. <laughs> I couldn't sleep for two days. <laughs> um, I mean, here, here. So, it, I'm gonna say three different movies, and and then I'll let you. That pick. breaks the rules. <laughs> it, it does. Is it pick one? I'll give you three. Okay. I mean, House of a Thousand Corpses. If you wouldn't, if you didn't have that one, you probably wouldn't have any of them. Um, I mean, I, all right. Here you go. Here's my answer. It's the Lords of Salem. Um, That's a very good choice. Yeah. The reason for that one um, is not, I mean, not only um, is it a good movie and good characters, that's where my daughter got her name is from that movie. Really? Okay. That's where I Now you know. Okay. That makes sense. And now the world fucking knows. Sweet. Okay. I would say, (laughs) I would say mine's between the devil's rejects and the, the first Halloween that he did. Yeah. The second Halloween he did was a piece of shit, but he didn't even like that. No, he he didn't didn't, didn't want to do it. Both were pieces of shit. Stop it. Mm. Um, we'll discuss that a little bit more with the <laughs> next episode we do. But yeah, yeah I, I liked I liked Devil's Rejects. I, out of the two, I'd probably pick the Devil's Rejects, but they're close for me just because before he did his Halloween, before that there wasn't really that it'd been quite some time before they came out with a with a quality Halloween film. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when he did that, I was su- I admit nostalgia reasons. I was super pumped for it and super excited for it to come out, and it, it came out and it didn't disappoint me. So. Um, yeah, so I'd say that those. The, the, I, I'm glad that you guys had something to to respond with that and give me a give me an actual option or an actual choice that you guys had for the favorite. So yeah, um, so yeah, I think that'll do it for House of a Thousand Corpses with us again. Joe, thanks for joining us for this one. Um, you'll see him again or hear him again on the next one that we talk about. So um, until then, stay creepy and have a good day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Next week is our last episode of Spooktober Month. Joe returns and we'll talk about his pick for the best Halloween movie. You won't want to miss it, so make sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you listen on. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at afterthecredits.tv. Let us know your thoughts on House of a Thousand Corpses. We also want to know what movies you think we should cover next. While you're there, make sure to like, comment, and follow. We'll be posting updates on all of our upcoming episodes. We love you more than Tiny loves his stump. That's a wrap.